Hello, friends. Welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus between realities are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Beaches, Lumberdor, and Doug. For this transmission, we will be discussing the Batman. There will be tons of spoilers. If you are interested in watching this film, then we recommend you stop the transmission, go see it for yourself, and then come back to the discussion. It will be with the assumption that you have already seen it and will be familiar with the subject. For next week's transmission, we thought that it would be fun to explore one of the influences for the Batman, which was the long Halloween, specifically the 2021 American two-part animated direct-to-video superhero film. Both parts are available to stream on HBO Max. If you're interested, give them a watch and join us for next week's transmission. The Batman is a reboot of the Batman film franchise. The film was directed by Matt Reeves, who wrote the screenplay with Peter Craig. It stars Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, Batman, alongside Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Tuturo, Peter Sarsgaard, Andy Serkis, and Colin Farrell. The film sees Batman, who has been fighting crime in Gotham City for about two years now, uncover corruption while pursuing the Riddler, a serial killer who targets Gotham's elite. Development on the film began after Ben Affleck was cast as Batman in the DC Extended Universe in 2013. Affleck signed on to direct, produce, co-write, and star in The Batman, but had reservations about the project and dropped out. Reeves took over and reworked the story, removing the DCEU connections. He sought to explore Batman's detective side more than in the previous films, drawing inspiration from Alfred Hitchcock, the new Hollywood era, and comics such as Year One, The Long Halloween, and Ego. Principal photography took place in the UK and Chicago between January 2020 and March 2021. The movie was delayed twice from an initial June 2021 release date due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The film has grossed over $463 million against its $185 to $200 million budget, making it the second highest grossing film of 2022 and has received praise for the performances, cinematography, Reeves' direction, action sequences, and story, though some criticized its runtime. The film is 176 minutes long. The Batman is intended to launch a Batman shared universe with two sequels planned and two spin-off television series in development for HBO Max. If you enjoy our discussions and would like to contribute in some way or get in contact with us, consider visiting our website at ourbinetcake.com and share the transmission with your friends. I have a neurosis. Let it all out, Doug. (laughs) I enjoy any Batman movie I watch. I enjoy it while watching it. And then shortly thereafter, I think about everything about it that annoys me. You know, I I can't enjoy a Batman movie. (laughs) Except for when I'm watching it. (laughs) I really like Batman because I like all of of his uh, villains. I think some of his villains are probably the most creative. Okay. I didn't give a crap about any of these villains. (laughs) I was going to say it, the villain in this is one of my favorite. The Riddler, the character of the Riddler. One of my favorites. But not this Riddler, not Zodiac Killer Riddler. Well, it was definitely the Zodiac Killer. I enjoyed him more to once he revealed. 100% it was. Like the look of him. I hated the costume. 
the whole yeah, the cipher that's what thing. the zodiac killer looked like yes yeah. he wore a weird mask with a weird symbol on the it cards, the cards the cards the police send him yeah <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> i mean the cards were okay. a step up from jim carrey's cards maybe he just didn't piss, piece everything together with newspaper basically and make them pop out <laughs> you just swap out jake gyllenhaal for batman <laughs> No, there's no newspapers in this bat verse. There's just radicalizing uh, <laughs> incels through a social media account that no one knew about. I did enjoy the 500 the followers tech <laughs> that Batman had. Although I understand why they chose to make it more like monochromatic for the screens for him to see the the lenses through his eyes. I called chicanery on all that. But well, I just like it annoys me also gadgets because (laughs) it's it's not as cringy as the cell phone takeover by Lucius Fox. Yes. (laughs) Which, again, I watched that movie. I enjoy it. And then later I'm like, that's totally freaking stupid. Why did they do that? I hate it afterward. I I don't know. what. Have you seen the trailer for the the Batman (laughs) condition, the Batman and the Ace, the Bathound movie, whatever that is? No, the Super Pets. Oh, what? And Keanu yeah. Reeves gonna be Batman. Yes, yes, he's playing the voice of Batman. What? But never mind. He goes <laughs> through this talking? list of like he like I work alone, and then he starts mentioning except for Robin and Alfred and my tech support team and whoever. Uh, uh, um, oh, what's the actor you just mentioned? Batman. He was Lucius Fox, but Batman, that, that ruins oh, the joke. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, he said whoever, whoever Morgan uh, whoever Morgan Freeman plays. <laughs> That's my very bad Morgan Freeman joke. Or impression, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's like my thing. I enjoy Batman when I watch it, and then afterward, I'm irritated by all of it, except for the animated adaptations, which are all awesome. Apparently, that's so. it. Was just part. me, but a lot of this. Pretty accurate. I yes. enjoyed <laughs> the atmosphere of this movie. I felt like it had a yes, kind of a, yes. almost like a very horror movie. Like I, I kept thinking this is going to turn into a horror movie, and oh, I, and I think that's. My thing going into this is like I have wanted like a very film noir crime serial drama centric Batman. And so like I was into it when I was watching it because they were kind of hitting that tone from the beginning. That was the same. For but me. then later when I thought about certain things, there are things that are very uneven that don't mesh with that aesthetic. Like when I think about it. Mm. So it's, it's almost like I wanted to like what I thought they were going for instead of what they made. I don't know. Yeah. I can't like do what my brain thinks about this. You were attracted to the concept. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. So like when it opens. Far enough. Sure. So when it opens and he walks out, right? And the light shines, there's a He's dramatic got those music. those little white dots. It's red. There's there's rain. It's dark. The, the soundtrack's awesome. Everyone thinks they see him in the shadows and you keep waiting for oh. him to come out and they run off. And then finally he walks out. And the guy says, what are you supposed to be? Instead of going, I'm Batman, and then beating them up, he just beats the piss out of the guy. Okay. Yeah. No, first of all, he, right? that, he, you know, he's always said before, you know, he's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm a Batman. That sounds stupid, right? So this time he says, I'm vengeance. And that sounds stupid. <laughs> it also is stupid. <laughs> and I thought, I, like, I thought it was a joke for the rest of the movie that people kept calling him vengeance. Like they were calling him vengeance, that. right? Yeah. Mr. Vengeance. I thought Catwoman was like taunting him. <laughs> But I like that. (laughs) I think what I liked is like instead of the cheesy wink to the naughty to the audience delivering the hey guys, it's me, I'm here. He beat the hell out of the guy, and then he said it and dropped him on the ground, Mm. and then he took them all out. Like 
I was like on board with like that kind of moment. But then later he literally flies <laughs> with an inflatable suit. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, he looked like he was going river That does not it was like one of those. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be like one of those early um, like parachute suits. I think what? so. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I would have gone with some different technology. He has magical Batman contact lenses that can record uh, well, everything. Well, this is Batman year two, so sure, he's, still, he's sure. still working on it. I mean, he Being was like the world only at it for a couple of years. The world's fiftieth best detective in this movie. No, no origin <laughs> story, right? There's no origin story. He's in like what two years in. Mm-hmm. He's at the point where Gordon, which I really like, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, I love Gordon. Jeffrey Wright. He's starting to incorporate. I think him. he's Jeffrey my favorite Wright actor. Right maybe now. I think he was my favorite part of the movie. Honestly. <laughs> I was more upset when Jeffrey Wright died in the last James Bond than when James Bond died. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Wright's incredible. Well, at the end, James Bond really wanted to be dead. <laughs> so that was Can't the last be over movie yet? before this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you have a moment like that, which is great. And then later you have like the emo Bruce Wayne. What did you guys think of him as Bruce Wayne? You have a distinct difference between between Bruce Wayne and between Batman as they're two different characters where, mm-hmm. where Batman is the actual person and he plays Bruce Wayne and he does outlandish things as Bruce Wayne, you know, buying hotels and dating so supermodels. Off and, his trail. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't really and, try in this one. Does he? No, well, no, no, it, no, no. In, in this one, they're, they're the exact same character. They don't change up. He even, he shows up at, at the, uh, what's it? The iceberg lounge. Is that, that's, um, Mm-hmm. He shows up at the same place talking to the same, you know, well, maybe it was a different twin each the time. Twins. And, and yeah. says the exact same thing both times. You know who I am. That's it. You know, <laughs> there's an interesting thing about that in that, like, he wasn't totally in control. Like he was still dealing with his anger. You know, it was a Batman that didn't always know the right thing to do, which I thought was kind of interesting. But then he literally said, you're not my father, Alfred. And I was like, come on. Oh, I felt that made so me bad cringe for so bad. Yeah, that funny boy moment. Was really concept of like him as Alfred. He, he was he didn't great. Get much oh yeah, to do. I love Andy Serkis, man. Yeah, what four scenes? Yeah, in the yeah. in the movie, he was so good in all of them. I like, but you know, I like this concept that, out a whole lot. I yeah. really like that. I like this concept. He's not totally in control, and he's like learning. It adds something different to it. But then, like, you get, like, those emo outbursts, and I'm like, I still want him to, like, stand for something, too. Because that, to me, is a part of Batman's character, right? Is he, like, stands for something. And you get that at the end, I think, more than you have. Like, he won't kill. He won't. They sort of tack it on at the end. Yeah, with a lot (laughs) of other the third finale of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This was three hours too long. Oh, Yes. What do you think of the length? I kept thinking this should Too be a long. TV show that's like six episodes long on HBO Max instead of a three-hour movie. That's yeah, what I kept I, thinking. I could have seen it better as a series than a movie. And for it being so long, I think that there are some things that it missed or that it could have taken the time to develop just a little, like like, like minor tweaks that would have made yeah. that would have made the characters more compelling. Uh, for example, the See, mayor. I'm, I'm glad you put it that or way. Yes. Just make the Batmobile a Batmobile instead of just a car. We, like, we don't know her motives. We don't know anything about her, really. We don't know that she's mm. not corrupt. We don't know that she's... But we're supposed to you know, rally behind oh, this, this new person. What a great point. They could have built her up so much more. I mean, she yes. seems not corrupt compared to everyone else, but everyone yeah, else... Yeah, but we don't know that. that. Uh, uh, weren't we just rallying behind her by default? 
Yeah. Like the movie's based around a conspiracy. Like they could have gone more into individual characters' stories in the conspiracy if it were slower and spread out over more time. Was it a conspiracy though? That's a really interesting point. I mean, as soon as you I heard that, I figured it out at yeah, very early in the movie. As soon as you yeah. heard <laughs> about this drug bust, I was like, oh, the cops. I was are like, oh, that. they're using yeah. all this dad's money for evil things. Got it. What was interesting that I thought was how the Riddler thought that he and Batman were on the same team. Yeah. Going forward with this thing, even though the Riddler knows that Batman's working with the police fairly heavily. <laughs> Something think. else that was kind of interesting that stood out to me was that Batman is working to investigate this case in which Bruce Wayne is one of those implicated in this mm -hmm. whole conspiracy corruption. He's thing. in the chain of being killed. Yeah, just because his dad was involved. <laughs> so, yeah, his dad yeah, worth yeah, the money that other people use for crap. evil purposes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he died before they did anything. You were implicated because of blood, I know. And that at that point, yeah. too, makes me, you know, he sins of the he father. It's in the who, Bible. He's <laughs> Bruce Wayne at that point, obviously. Mm -hmm. Or he wouldn't have done this whole outlandish attack on Bruce Wayne. I almost kind of like the idea of him being like, suddenly Bruce Wayne is like Gotham's orphan and he's like, you're not an orphan. <laughs> uh, uh. I, I genuinely enjoyed one scene in the movie. It was between um, Batman and Gordon when he, uh, he says no guns and Gordon says, that's your thing. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> good that was good yeah there are some fun moments yeah there's enough to keep you going for sure it's not totally flat i don't want to say that there, there are some things that i thought substance sacrifice for spectacle uh for example batman's armor yeah mm -hmm. in the first initial fight where the thug has a handgun and shoots him and then there's this the, the force of it is knocking Batman back a bit and realize that, oh, okay. And then he treats it like an actual threat. And then later on in the movie, when he's getting hit full auto, much uh, higher caliber gun. The no, elevator scene. <laughs> yeah. When he gets out of no, the elevator. It's, it's very cool. It's super It frustrated cool. me yeah. so much because all you see what he's doing is when they fire and you see mm -hmm. him taking people out and it's super cool. And then the guy just unloads on him for like three seconds and he just walks like it's nothing. And I'm like, yeah, ah! then it was Batman so great till they did that. Iron Man. And yes, yeah, it's, it's like, oh, come on. When he goes in the club, it's the same way. Like yes. when those guys hit him, it like knocks him around. But then later he's shot with a newsie and it's like, eh, whatever. I'm good. Not derp, being derp. as stealthy as I expected either. <laughs> there you go. Now that's interesting too. It is kind of anti-Batman to just walk in and not be stealthy, I guess. Is he, especially Wonder for like Dorvis his build, he, he seems like he needs to be stealthy and he appears to be stealthy with his hood that he's wearing all the time and his face mask. But it's more of that he's just putting off this vibe, I guess, walking around rather than actually being stealthy. Well, like that elevator scene, even the guy knew like, there's Batman that's going to be up at inside the elevator <laughs> oh wait i need to look up oh crap now i do like your mention of the my chemical romance eyeliner yes scene. it was very <laughs> pulls off the mask and it's well, like the eyeliner it was the, uh, one of the previous movies you know they've been doing also, the, the oh, eye makeup mask thing. made out of well and so here's the thing too like i really liked you get some shots of the mask where there's like there's gashes and nicks and stuff in it it's yeah. like he's wearing this he's fighting he's but then, like you said, Soltis, then it's like he's totally bulletproof, too. It's like, which is it? It's molded leather, basically, but it's magical molded leather that can repel like one close up shot. And it's like thick leather that's like medieval armor that could deflect the knife. And, and then later, it's the like force. he's shot and he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's, it's things like that that bother me with this, where they show you one thing and then they show you something else that contradicts the yep. first thing. That's, that's what I kept thinking afterward is it's just a little uneven, I guess. Okay. If I had to pick like a plot point that let me down, it was the penguin car chase. Oh, uh, yeah. Where yeah. they like, go oh, through this insane let's kill all these car people. chase. <laughs> well, they go through this in- insane car chase. And there's even some nice, I think, penguin moments. When he's first ramming them, the penguin yeah. starts laughing. Like, this guy is nuts. And it's like he loves it. Like, he gets off on it. Like, you see, this guy's a psycho oh, who does and not care Colin if he kills Farrell. people. Fantastic. He's amazing, right? And, like, all that is so great. But then they get to the end, and it doesn't further the plot at all. And I was like, come on, that was such a cool sequence that you threw in. You're making Penguin look like a psycho. And he's like, eh, I don't know anything. And then they just walk off and leave him. Oh, you killed a bunch of people. It's cool. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> yeah, especially just leaving him there. With, what was that? With Gordon just leaving him. Like, yeah, I understand Batman just... <laughs> leaving him. But Gordon just break his him. nose or something. Come Gordon on. Gordon is not a great police officer in this movie super inconsistent yes also as a lieutenant i question whether he would have the authority to allow batman the vigilante who everybody to knows to arrest to show up and be yeah. actively involved oh, oh, in yeah. that like, like, here's a question like at least two scenes of him like like hold on guys just hear me out <laughs> wait it's okay yeah. <laughs> here's a question so when a comic book movie tries to do like these super serious realistic quote-unquote things and then they throw in something <laughs> very fantastical like does it just seem to clash to you you know like we we're saying yeah. earlier like him getting shot and getting knocked back and then him being completely bulletproof i don't think it does there's a vigilante the right or there's way. a real gritty like serial killer guy and then there's a vigilante dude walking around like it's nothing consistency in their movie making <laughs> i mean it, is that just a movie thing we need to just accept movies the the guy is usually some kind of a superhero. Yeah. Arnold in Commando. <laughs> I eat green berets for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. My favorite line in the action movie. I liked uh, the girl playing Catwoman. I don't see how she wasn't how she wasn't dead with her pajama cat suit that she was wearing about town everywhere. And she was also oh, that more, whole sequence, yeah. She was more the, stealthy the, than Batman with her outfits to get in and out of the club and everything. So maybe that's a movie thing where I need to give some grace. Because I'll like watch the opening of Dark Knight. Joker does this super cool bank heist. He pulls out in a school bus into a line of school buses. And it's like, looks super cool. And I'm like, that's awesome. And then later I'm like, that's totally stupid. That would never work. What is this? They're not going to get that many working school buses. He's like, oh, I got to hurry up on my catchphrase because I got to be outside in 10 seconds to get in line with the school buses. That's well, all of Joker's But it's a cool movie moment. It's like a ridiculous Maybe I just need a light series note. of coincidences that just happens to work out until it doesn't. Because Batman has to win. <laughs> Like sometimes we have to allow convenience, I guess. That's oh, my uncle uses those to lift up floors. Oh my goodness! Really? Let me lift up this floor. <laughs> That's where the movie would have stopped if not for that. And I think for me, where it falls apart, well, what one of the main sources of that contention is with the Riddler and his motivations, where it seems like he's because people will chalk it up to oh, he's crazy. He's not crazy. He's a genius, and he's well, he he is crazy. It's one of those thin line, crazy genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he thinks through things very clearly and mm. has a specific purpose for what he's been doing up until the point. And it seems like he has a very specific goal in mind to get rid of the corrupt and to a larger extent, the elites of the city who are helping fund all this and keeping it going. And then he decides to flood the city and that would right. hurt the the rich and the corrupt the least 
I mean, it made well, for a cool whole, scene. Especially yeah. his whole speech to Batman, right? His whole speech to Batman is about like how he was the orphan and he was yeah, left yeah. out and all this stuff. And so it justifies the whole conspiracy, run down the line, whatever. And he's like, I'm going to flood the slums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that like, what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> there's that. And then also him allowing himself to be caught. He doesn't get caught because Batman does anything intelligent and figures out the Riddler's identity and is able to actually capture him or bring him in. The Riddler just gives up and lets himself be caught. To the be cleaning taken to lady Arkham. sees him go into the cafe. So that, <laughs> I recall. So, so, so that he'll be safe, right? Yeah. From the flood. But he didn't have to be caught to be safe from the flood. He could just stand anywhere where the water wasn't going to be. <laughs> I think I'll climb this building and watch. <laughs> well, isn't that just adhering to the old thing about like the Riddler is one of those villains, you know, I'm so smart, but in the end, I kind of want to be caught or something. It's definitely a trope. Because if where he isn't the, caught, then where, where the villain take credit for it. Mm-hmm. Ah, there yeah. you go. And there's, yeah. a, there's some of that aspect. to it too. But I, I really just hated that they brought in all these followers of his from social media or whatever and they use that to basically form a fight scene mr i am during the flood yeah during the flood and and everything (laughs) and that's a turning point i don't think those they i don't think they were necessary at all i really liked the riddler up until that point and i don't think he needed all those followers there's enough going on during some calamity like that for more than one person can handle so my my takeaway was at the end he's like so um I've been going at this all wrong and and vengeance and darkness and fear. That's not the way to do it. These people need hope. And I'm like, isn't that supposed to be Superman? (laughs) It is, but they won't let him make his own movie. (laughs) Like that was the whole problem with the Christopher Nolan trilogy uh, doing so well. And then they decided they needed to turn Man of Steel into sort of a Christopher Nolan thing. Oh, yeah. I saw it as kind of an augmentation to his character where before, because I I don't think that he's regretted everything that he's done up until this point, as far as how he's been going about being Batman. No, I just feel like he's got that. There's another aspect to it where he can be a symbol of hope for people and not just instill fear into everybody just like the parachute pants he's figuring it out yeah <laughs> I'm Where, okay that's, that's a character arc <laughs> when the actual <laughs> character arc there we go <laughs> yeah <laughs> parachute shot out and he was over the vehicle and it caught on the bridge and he <laughs> i felt that <laughs> that was the other thing that kind Jeez, of lost yeah. me i was like he would be dead he, right now yes. he'd be all of his bones dead. broken right <laughs> Instead, he just kind of gets up and jogs off like, well, that was embarrassing. I fell off of my grass last year and broke a leg. <laughs> the last time I tripped and fell, I felt it for a week. Come on. I just, this one I was cool. It was cool. We've gotten so gritty and grounded that the Batmobile is just a car. Yes. It's, it's a muscle car I with felt- a jet engine in the back. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I did enjoy it, but I, I just... I didn't look stupid. I'm it so was conflicted. just a car. I think it's it stupid. Have you seen the original Batmobile? Things out. It kind of. It was. It was still better than Batwoman's Batmobile <laughs> from the TV <laughs> uh-huh. series. Do you, what about the tank? I don't know what I think of that tank still from the Nolan. The Bat Tank. I liked it. At least it wasn't a car. Yeah. The Bat Tank. Let's do this. How did he get to that car? Also, I didn't. I didn't really feel Editing. that transition as uh, a <laughs> movie magic. No, but then it ended with another cool moment, right? 
like penguins upside down and he walks up oh, I laughed the at music, that. you know i laughed out loud at that it's so over the, the top upside and down with the boots coming toward it and then he just leans down and he just and looks, looks down the- at him <laughs> and, and it's then all after all that down. they gave us nothing that's what i couldn't me off. i couldn't help it i i laughed at it oh it just made you cackle it's and fantastic. i think i said it's bad very news. melodramatic <laughs> Come on, you can't take it too seriously. It's the fun of it. It's ab- totally absurd and awesome. And then it's like, oh yeah, I don't know anything. Oh cool, see ya. Doop, doop, doop. Who played the crown boss? What's his name? Um, John Turturro. Turturro. I, I like, yeah. like he's awesome. The Jesus. The Jesus. That's right. Yes. <laughs> From the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I did like his part in it. Like it's. I've never really been that interested in any of like the lead crime bosses. They've just been kind of throwaway characters, yeah. but he at least yeah. gave it something. I I love I just like him. I love the actors. He gave, John, he like gave it John Turturro. <laughs> yeah, he's he did. Tur- chewing the scenery. He's awesome. He Turturroed all over that <laughs> role. I loved uh, it. Oh man, I was very impressed with his performance. He's awesome as as Falcone, and I think the the casting was done very well. I like the lesser known people, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And those kinds of parts i did even there are some people that like had several lines like they're on the police force and it wasn't like let's cast a celebrity for like a buzz or something it was like these character actor people that embody the role and just do it right and i love that gordon's like punch me in the face <laughs> you could have pulled that punch i did <laughs> that was good i don't think i, I did like their, their back and forth when they were doing that like i, I, like I that thought that was fun kind of like it was good sort yeah. of thing going on yeah. Again, it's one of those things I felt like worked that, like you said earlier, Soltis, it's like, but they only kind of scratched the surface. They didn't really lean into something because they were doing so many things and trying to fit it into the time frame almost. Yeah, there was at least an hour of stuff they could have got. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. They're like, the next one, four hours. Let's go. We got to beat that Snyder cut. That's <laughs> it. It's, it's competition. With the Snyder. way to beat it's it is just make it better. I have slept yeah, hours, right? but I found myself wishing I would go to sleep. To this one. <laughs> I could just take a nap and this would be over. <laughs> would you recommend this movie to anybody? Yes, I would recommend it if you like Batman movies. And it's a better I re- DC I recommended movie it to my dad. <laughs> some of the others. I'm like, you like superhero movies? You like weird dark crime stuff like i do you'd get a kick out of it i would I not be worth able a watch. to in good conscience <laughs> <laughs> and you see and i think that that's fine i think that's cool too i, I don't think that movies have to appeal to everybody truly man okay so you guys have helped me um make sense of my batman feelings i feel much better now I oh, I don't know if we did that, but <laughs> I feel it. How, how do you feel about it now? <laughs> yeah. I feel okay. I feel okay. There's, you know, there's some things you keep. There's some things you throw out. Would you watch different it again? taste for different people? I probably would. I don't point. think I would. I, I can't I don't imagine think I would either. To revisit that. I think like, well, I'm thinking like this is released on HBO Max. My and this oldest, is from experience. My oldest like, son wants to watch it. I'd sit and watch it with him. I, I, I enjoyed I the Christopher Nolan movies the first time through. I even went back when the third one came out and did like a like a three movie marathon thing at yeah. the theater. I have not been able to make myself sit through all three of those again. See, well, this is this is what I was saying <laughs> at the beginning. Like, I so enjoyed those when I first watched them, but then, like after the fact, I like I don't enjoy a Batman movie when I'm not watching it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you, and good night. Which is kind of fun in its own way, yeah. but it's nothing like the animated series. Like the animated series is like high art to me, as far as <laughs> comic book cartoons that, go. That holds a special place in my heart too. Oh, it does for me. I think it holds up too, though. It's not just that I watched it when I was that age and that influential. It was or influence. Oh, it has. It, it has up. that. Has the smartest henchman alive in that series, where. You know, here's a disturbance in a room, opens the door, sees that it's Batman, just I'm closes out the door and walks out. <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> you know, you got the Mark Hamill Joker introduced there. You got all oh, the yeah. right things. Mr. Freeze's reestablished canon. I mean, it's all. Is it true that Tim Curry was originally cast to play that? That's what I've heard. Oh, I don't know. Um, he he was originally cast to play the Joker, and you know this was full, with the full knowledge that he he had kind of just come off of playing uh, Pennywise. Um, I think that's kind of what they were going for. Was like, hey, huh. got, I never yeah. heard this. Um, he he got sick when it uh, was close to time to start recording, so they were like, we got to cast somebody else, and Mark Hamill was just around. <laughs> Man. Oh, he's so yeah, good. you're right. He was. He was originally cast. I never he was heard the original this. voice actor cast as the Joker in Batman the Animated Series. And then no after being way. hired to voice Joker in the show, uh, he recorded at least four episodes and then unfortunately had to withdraw for health. I never knew that. You're oh, I wish, I, I wish those recordings were around. I wish I could listen to that. Yes. Yeah. He's incredible, I think. I mean, I'm a guy that doesn't get enough like credit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah the, the versions of the episodes with his voice remain unreleased. They should do that. Come on. Yeah. Nerds want it. Give us special features. <laughs> and uh, apparently he only ended up appearing as a henchman in one episode and then as the robot clown in another episode. And Tim Curry, also fantastic.